Well, good morning. Holy cow. How's everybody doing this morning? Good. Hey, my name is Steve Johnson. Um, you know, uh, I get the call to be up here when no one else will take it, basically. <laughs> so you're welcome. Um, <laughs> the, um, yeah, you know, it's always a good time to be here, too, when the congregation just heard your first choice for pastor didn't take the call. Uh, you know, that's all right. Hey, I grew up in Indiana. Anybody else grew up in Indiana? Um, I realize not all of you know a lot about me. And, um, you know, so one of the things I do, I love to rock climb. Uh, That's one of the things I I try to do once a month. Um, It doesn't always happen, but I get to. And, um, but the thing I love about living in Colorado is uh, unlike Indiana, I could sit at my chair in the morning and think about all the things I could be doing outside right now, (laughs) right? Indiana at this time of year, it's like, what could I be doing right now? <laughs> Sitting in my chair. That's, that's about it, really. So, and no, I don't want to hike the incline with you, in case any of you are wondering, okay? That's, that's not my thing. Bigger guy, I'm a goalie. The, <laughs> you know, today, um, today we're talking about burdens. All right, we're taking, talking about burdens and how to bear with each other burdens. And, and the reason I'm wearing this pack is this is my climbing gear. This is my go bag for climbing, all right? This is not stuffed full with pillows. For those of you who are on the first service who accuse me of stuffing it with pillows, you're wrong. <laughs> this is my climbing gear. You might not actually know that. Um, and so one of the things is sometimes when we climb, um, we got, we're going to hike in a while, right? We're going to hike in for maybe two, three miles, depending on where we're going to go. I try to go places where other people aren't. I do enjoy being around other folks. I do enjoy getting to know other people, uh, but sometimes we got to get away. And if, this pack gets heavy, as you can imagine. Um, it gets heavy. And so what we do is, is simple, um, usually because this is everything we need to rock climb for an entire day of climbing. Uh, mostly everyone else in our party doesn't have much that they're taking with them. So what I get to do is I'm going, I'm done carrying this pack. I need you to take something. And we do, we kind of share the load and we all make it to the same goal, uh, only I don't have to carry all the weight. That's a little bit of an example of bearing each other's burdens. All right, let's turn. um, If you have your Bibles, We're going to hit a couple verses here right away. First, Matthew, uh, verse 26, um, verses 31 and following. I'm sorry, 25. Uh, It says this. It says, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all angels with him, he will sit at his throne in heavenly glory and the nations will be gathered before him. He will separate the people one from another as shepherd separates his sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his rights, come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance. The kingdom prepared for you since, for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger. You invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry, feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick in prison and go visit you? The king replied, I'll tell you the truth. Whatever you did for the least of these brothers of mine, you also did for me. 
And now we're going to turn ahead to Galatians, um, the next slide, Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. Um, says this, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently, but watch yourself, or you may also be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. There's a couple different burdens here. Now, this is not the same sermon as last week, although I thought about recording and just playing it again, but that's not it. We're going to get a little bit more, pre- we're going to get a little more personal today, right? Because, um, Last week was about reaching our community, serving, getting out of the walls of our church. All right, but I'm here. Today is the, let's get in here. So when we go out there, we're carrying each other's burdens and we have a better picture of who Jesus Christ is. I will say this. um, One of the things about living in Colorado is, is, um, man, it's beautiful here, right? It's beautiful. We love it. We love the mountains. We love our Bronco-colored sunsets, even though I'm a Colts fan. So just, it's a rough year. We love it. But Jesus Christ did not die for our sunsets. He did not die and rise for our mountains. He did not die and rise so I can get up in the morning and hike, (coughs) think about hiking the incline. He died and rose for you. Because you are Jesus, you're God's greatest creation. People are God's greatest creation. He doesn't sit and look at the sunset. He sits and looks at us. Because you are his greatest creation. He loves you so much, he sent his one and only son to die and rise for you. And to live on this earth. So so how do we get to work with each other, being God's greatest creation? Now, there are a couple different burdens, like I said. Now, there might be a burden of... Oh, let's see, what do we got in here? And by sharing the load, it might simply mean having somebody you can go to, somebody you can talk to, all right? Or if, uh, or finding someone who needs a little help today. All right, and what could the burden be? Oh, Steve. Our uh, pastor just said he declined the call. Can you take the service for me? (laughs) Maybe, I don't know, all right. Oh, this is a big one. Hey, Thanksgiving's this week. Oh, my gosh. Thanksgiving's this week. Oh, my goodness. We got all these preparations, all these things, distractions. Oh, what's another one? Oh, my gosh, my kid's sick. What else, right? I need time off. I'm busy. I can't do this anymore. Holy cow, I don't know. Uh, My kids are getting bad grades in schools. I'm a bad parent. You're not a bad parent. I don't know what your burden is. What is it? What is your burden that you need to unpack and share the load with God's people? There, it's full. What's that? Sorry. That's one type of burden, right? Being with each other during those hard times, answering the questions of, if God's so good, why are bad things happening? I don't know. All right? Sin is terrible. But God sent his son, and that's what I do know. There's those burdens that we get to walk alongside each other with. 
On Wednesday, I was driving across uh, South Park. I had to meet with uh, some forest service workers in Fair Play. And on my heart was a friend of mine who I'd met about five or six, seven, eight, ten years ago. And um, at a car place, I was getting a car fixed. And, and he was getting his car fixed. We were waiting our cars to be done. And he, uh, he was just standing there in the parking lot. And if somebody was just standing there, for me, that's the perfect opportunity to say, hey, I'm Steve. What's your name? And he, I'll tell you what, we, we reached out. He grabbed my hand. And his hand was like a, a bear claw. Like, have you ever met those guys whose hands just swallow yours up? Yeah. He swallowed, my, his hand swallowed mine up, and I'm not a small guy. And, and um, I was like, wow, are you a rock climber? He goes, I am. Oh, awesome. I go, tell me more. And uh, his name is Brad. Um, he, at this point in time in his life, he's done over 5,000 climbs, which me going once a month, I've barely reached that 500, maybe 600 mark. Um, he's done 5,000 climbs. He's established 300 new routes in Colorado and in, and in California since the 70s. Um, if you are a rock climber, uh, that he's, he's done a lot of stuff out 11 Mile Canyon and rebolted those entire routes to make it safe for everybody. And so I got the pleasure of meeting this guy. And, and this summer he called me up and he donated some things to camp. Hopefully we can use it. So I got to go to his house and it was really cool because he, you know how some guys got the man cave? Yeah, his man cave is a climber paradise, all right? He's got pictures of everybody he's climbed with on the wall framed. He's got all his old retired gear sitting along the wall. Uh, and then he's got two chairs facing the window and all of his gear in the pictures. It's really cool. So we just sat there and talked. I got to hear a lot of his stories about the big wall climbs, climbing El Cap, all these cool places that if you don't know about, look it up, it's awesome. So on my heart on Wednesday was to give him a call. So I did. Now, sometimes God puts on my heart people to call, and I apologize right now, I probably didn't call you, okay? I don't call everybody, but I called Brad. And um, it was strange, because usually he answers the phone, but it was someone else. And um, I got through to him, and he just said, Steve, I, I can't meet with you, because I was on my way back through, I was just going to stop at his house. And um, he said, I can't meet with you, I'm in bed, I got terminal cancer. You know, we've heard that before, Right? And maybe some of you have had the chance to walk with someone. And uh, so him sharing the burden with me was at the end of the phone call. He says, please keep calling me. All right, I could do that. All right, that's sharing the burden. That's walking with each other. Now in Galatians, we read something else, a different burden as church people, as God's people. All right, keep walking with each other on those day-to-day things, absolutely. And we're gonna go a little bit deeper here, okay? It says this, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently, but watch yourself or you may also be tempted. Carry with each other's burdens and this way you'll fulfill the law of Christ. What burden is it talking about? The secret pocket in my backpack, all right? The secret pocket that no one else knows about that's right here. In this pocket, when I go rock climbing, is my wallet and my car keys and my cell phone. All right, it's hidden. When it's like that, you don't know it's there. You barely see it when it's open. All right, but what we're talking about in our own hearts is what is that secret pocket we're holding on to? What's that sin? Okay. Now, we've had experience with this before. When someone brings out a sin that they've been putting in this deep pocket, hidden pocket, a lot of times... As a church body, we have a habit of treating that person like the plague, 
all right? Because we're so worried about catching that disease, whatever it would be. But instead, it doesn't say that. Carry with each other's burden. What does that look like? It means let's go to the cross, man, all right? Let's go, let's see what it is and let's walk together, not abandoning the worst thing that can happen to the people of God is that we leave each other knowingly alone. Someone needs help and we turn our eyes the other way. I felt lonely before. I felt abandoned before. And that person who comes to rescue us is amazing. We already know that Jesus Christ loves us and he died and rose for us. But we get to be that person for each other. So we don't ever want each other to feel alone in any way, shape, or form. And so we have a measure here um, in Galatians. It keeps going a little bit. Um, each one should test his own actions and he can take pride in himself without comparing himself to someone else. Um, before that, if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Basically, if I'm going to you, it has nothing to do with me being better or worse than you because Jesus Christ, through his death and resurrection, has leveled the playing field and made us all on the same level. And we get to be with each other. And we get to walk with each other, even in the secret spots here. So, one of the things I've researched over my career and my life, um, I've, I've researched a few things. One of them are two words, put, two words put together in scripture, love and faithfulness. All right, love and faithfulness um, is, is a kingdom is built in Proverbs. On the next slide, there's a couple verses here um, about that, love and faithfulness, James' prayer, uh, keep your mouth shut, quick to listen, slow to speak, basically, working with people. Proverbs, um, Matthew and Proverbs 3, uh, we, we get into this love and faithfulness thing. Not yours and I's love and faithfulness, it's our reflection of Christ in us, all right? It's his love and faithfulness towards you and I that goes to somebody else. And that's us, this body, so that we can go out and have love and faithfulness outside of here. Go ahead and go to the next side. Now, some of you might be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know the person in my pew next to me, and I'm not gonna make you introduce yourself yet. I'm just kidding. When it comes to relationships and things like that, they, people smarter than me, have identified five levels of communication. All right, and what we're working towards here is this, this, this transparency, this, this, where we can have that culture um, where there's nothing to hide, all right? That's Christ in us, nothing to hide, and we support and lift each other up. So the first one is cliches. How many of y'all heard a cliche already this morning? Yeah, how you doing? Fine, cliche, all right? How was your week? Great. Kids, how was your day at school? Fine. All right, cliches, we do them all the time. Um, sometimes it's not thinking through things. It's, it's just, that's what we do. That's okay. But just recognize that we're going to have a lot of cliche relationships. As we whittle down here, it's, a, it's an inverted cone. And so we get down, um, we're, we're going to work our way down here. So that's the basic of relationship is cliches. Okay. Communication. If you're doing that with your spouse, shame on you. Okay. All right. Number two, facts. All right, facts would be, it's pretty simple to know what a fact is. Um, facts is just basically, I say, um, uh, I, like I was said in the first service and I said it's not really Jeremy, but I'll say a statement like, um, you know, oh, I can't even think of a statement now, just a blanket statement. And then this person will always quote a book, 
You know, and I, I usually respond with, that's great. I'm glad you're quoting a book, but how do you really think? What do you really think about this? So facts would be those outside sources, okay? Um, we, we, we communicate with facts. All right, so now we're getting down. You got a few people that you'll sit around and share facts with, few less than out here with cliches. So we're getting down there. The next one's opinion, all right? An opinion. Um, we're getting more personal now with the next three, okay? The first two really aren't that personal. Opinion, the reason it's, it's a, a, a deeper level than facts is because we're getting personal. That's the reason, all right? You might be right about the facts, but this is the way I feel. Or this is my opinion about this scenario, all right? I get it, your facts are great, but that's not where I'm at, okay? And as with our relationships with other people, we need to recognize where they are in this cone in order to meet them in that area, okay? So the next one's feeling. Oh, yeah, you've had that where you just want the cliche conversation and somebody brings a little bit of feeling. You guys been there? Yeah. All right, so how are you doing today? Oh, I'm just so tired and it's just been a rough week and oh, no, 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 no. I just wanna know how you're doing. Come on, come on now, I gotta go. But actually that's a cue, right? That's a cue for you and I to say, tell me more, right? Tell me more. Transparency, uh, it is a buzzword going around now. Very, very, hear it a lot. And all that means here is that there's nothing to hide, right? There's nothing to hide. And that's, that's the body of Christ in an ideal world, right? We have nothing to hide because we know that he's forgiven us. Um, and so that secret pocket is actually visible, that secret place, but you're not alone. You're not alone in it. And again, we do this to be the picture of Jesus Christ for each other so that when we go out, people will know for fact who Jesus Christ is. Go ahead and go to the next slide. Um, this is a quick statement. Um, proximity breeds empathy. Being close together, being a family, all right, breeds empathy. It breeds that, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. And instead of, ooh, sucks to be you, <laughs> you get a, oh man, I'm so sorry, tell me more, okay? Proximity breeds, I mean, distance breeds suspicion. That's pretty straightforward, right? The further we are as a church body apart from each other, the suspicion gets to be there. And when, when someone asks you how you're doing, it looks like this. Oh man, I'm really having a rough day today. Tell me more. And you tell them more. And with distance, it goes to mean, oh, that person's gonna tell them what I just said. And I didn't really want them to tell said. See, that's what suspicion does. As a body of Christ, we want proximity, okay? We want that empathy for each other. And again, it's so that people will know who Christ is through us. We know how, what Christ has already done for you and I. And what has he done? We're his greatest creation, man. He died and rose for us. And the best thing we can do is let other people know. The last thing in Galatians 6 Oh, where'd it go? <laughs> oh, maybe it's Galatians 5. Oh, I'll find it. It's basically where Paul says, for I resolve to know nothing but Christ and him crucified. What verse is that? Come on, help me out. Galatians. I know, it's in Galatians. I could read the whole book and you can stare at me while I do it. <laughs> but I'm not gonna do that. 
For I resolved to know nothing but Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's all you need to know when in a relationship with another person or working with someone who's struggling. Tell me more. 524, thank you. There it is. Oh, wait. 524? Yeah, anyway. Bear with each other, the burdens. Find the transparent relationships in this church, two or three people. It doesn't need to be the whole church, believe it or not. In ideal world, yes, it is, but most likely it's gonna be two or three people who there's nothing to hide and you can bring that stuff to light. Let me tell you something. That sin is meant to be brought to light. That sin that you might be struggling with is meant to be brought out so that you can receive Christ's forgiveness and have someone to walk alongside of you because that's what Christ has done for you. And we get to do that for each other. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much that you died and rose for us. And I pray that you please be with us as we go out. Um, As we bear with each other these burdens that we have, the worldly burdens are pretty tough, Lord. But I pray that you please be with us. Help us to share the load, to make make that load, this life a little bit easier so that people will know who Jesus Christ is through us and through our attitudes towards you. Help us to not be prideful. Help us to not get, help us, our ego not to get in the way, but instead lift you up any way we can by speech, by action, whatever it is. So there's a clear picture of your son, Jesus. Thank you for this day. Thank you for the opportunity we have to worship together and to love you better today. In Jesus' name, amen.